Welcome to the Wii Podcast. My name is Shabazz, and I am one of your hosts. Alongside me, I've got <laughs> Italy's finest, Anthony. Wow. There you go. He had to choose which hi, side everyone. to go to. Yeah. Uh, what'd you say? Hi, everyone. Your casual. Yeah, hi, everyone. What do you want me to say? Your, your, your catchphrase? Catch I don't know hi, anyone everyone. who's listening, so I don't know their names. Hey, shout out a name. Jacob. Oh, see, Jacob right now is probably like, oh, no way, Anthony thought of me. Jacob from Seattle, hello. Jacob, we know oh, who you are, don't worry. Damn. We know who we you are. We do see all their information. Yeah. <laughs> the, <laughs> the IP address. Every time they enter in a question to thisTimeWith.com slash talk, we get all their information. That's true. Uh, the other voice you're hearing beside me is none other than the man who discovered chorizo. Daniel Baptista. Daniel, how are you? Who, who discovered who? What? Chorizo. The, the finest of sausages. Oh. From Portugal. Uh, I'm well, thank you. Nice to be here. And Shay, welcome back. Did I ask you, know? you were though? I don't remember that. You're right. Yeah. You're right. I don't, I don't, I don't, this I, is me I, coming back I, I, to yeah, bring see, down our ratings, to yeah. bring down our views Anthony, and listens. Anthony and I were just talking about, like, I wonder how the Dallins will do this week now that yeah. you're back. I was listening to the the episode. I, I did call in. I'm waiting for my hat still, though. Oh, yeah. we sent it to, to Dallas. Ah, shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, well, I'm not there anymore, so, yeah, well, so. I mean, I, I deserve that. Uh, well, it's good to be back. It's good. Welcome back, man. Yeah, welcome it's back. Good to have you back. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, you know, this is the movie podcast. Where we talk about everything that's movie, and also a little bit of TV we sprinkle in there. Talk about a little music as well. But uh, we're back, and we're going to be having a very, very good episode. The reason why is we're going to be diving into some things that maybe we haven't talked about as much before. Yeah. Yes. Some, some little political stuff. Yeah. Because yeah. people love when we talk about politics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Batman is very political. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but obviously, this is the movie podcast. Every Monday, we drop an episode. If you are a subscriber to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you go to get your podcast services, we sometimes sneak it in on a Sunday night. You never know while yeah. you're sleeping. You know, the little <laughs> podcast fairy comes in, drops in your devices. Steals one of your <laughs> punches you out uh, and, and then, take, but you have a new episode to listen takes to, it so. to so today so today our topic will be about china and their influence in hollywood yeah we're, we're going there yeah i always think of when when i it's, hear but it, it sounded like the theme but then it was also they're so portrayed like, as like the empire right now yeah oh I, th- I thought you were doing like the chinese national anthem or something i'm like <laughs> no you prepare this or no, something <laughs> And then, and then I heard it was the Imperial March. I'm like, yes, okay, it's yeah. very Imperial. That's, yeah. You know, China's the Imperial and we're the, what do they call them? We're not rebellion? The rebellion. We're the rebellion, I guess. We are the rebellion. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, before we get into some China, <laughs> China. <laughs> let's jump into the news. Hey, that was great, guys. Hey, do we have any questions this week? No questions this week. Oh, okay, cool, yeah. man. Thanks no. for giving us those questions. Yeah. yeah, nobody wanted to follow up Ruth's question from last week. <laughs> no, she set no, the bar like, too high. Yeah, she had, she had, she had like sources and footnotes in did her. Everyone, that was a well researched. Forget the website. It's thistimewent.com/talk. I was showing the website to someone today, and they almost cried. Yeah, they were like, "I can't wait to send in a question." All right. I'm like, "Well, why don't you send one in right now?" And then you force him to. And they literally passed away, as I said that, from the wow. beauty of the website. That's crazy. Well, I'll have to look into that then. Yeah, yeah. send us questions about anything. Like, yeah. you want to know how to bake a pie. We'll, we'll try to answer that. We will. It doesn't have to be movie-related. It can be no. literally any question you're thinking of. Just on the top of your head, like, oh, what came first, chicken or the egg? Yeah. Whatever. We'll try to answer that. Yeah, we'll, we'll get it going. And even if you want to send us, like, you know, we have a, a rotating sketch that we do, what's the plot? If you just want to send us a random movie Ooh, title, we'll try one. and what's the plot for you yeah, as well, us, too. Why give not? Give us a movie title, yeah. and we'll create a plot for you. And obviously, it will be starring Timothy Chalamet, no Who matter else? how hard you try. Yeah. yeah, we can't get him off our minds. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, first bit of news we got here, Zoe Kravitz, a.k.a. 
Aquaman's daughter, <laughs> stepdaughter, I guess, uh, aka American Woman Daddy. Well, well, daughter, <laughs> daughter. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, Zoe Kravitz, she's gonna be starring as Catwoman in Matt Reeves's Batman film. Yeah, this is this was a crazy week of Batman news. But, but Daniel, who is the story coming from, though? This story is coming from none other than our favorite, our Patreon saint. Of the, the man podcast. of the movie podcast. Boris Kitt of The Hollywood Reporter. Ooh, Boris. K. This is his Bo- first story? No, we've had him We've had him on the show this season already. Really? But do we have him, all me- three of us, though, is the question. No. Yeah. So, it's been a while. So he's he's back, and he's making it an occasion for the three of us. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad. Zoe I'm glad. Kravitz. Zoe Kravitz. Catwoman. What do you guys think? So this, this, this came out just a couple days ago. Yeah, this dropped, uh, I want to say, like, Monday or Tuesday of last and we, week, and we yeah. were hearing murmurs about Zoe Kravitz, obviously, yeah. you know, casting. There was a lot of people that were going through the 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 you no know, the testing process. You have yeah, Ana de Armas, uh, Isa Gonzalez. I think Zazie Beats was trying to go for mm-hmm. it too, right? But I think uh, with her, she had like I know Matt Reeves wanted Zazie Beats for hers, but she had commitments for Atlanta, right? Which I'm glad because we love Atlanta. We love Atlanta. So it's nice to see. Uh, I'm not that sure too. who Ella Balinska is. Uh, she's from the upcoming Charlie's Angels reboot. Oh, her. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, so, you know, a very interesting cast yeah. of, uh, of ladies that he kind of had there. Um, but I am really glad he went with Zoe Kravitz. Yeah, it's a nice, it's a great casting. And, like, we've, like, we posted this out to our social medias and we were asking everybody's responses. And people really seem on board, which I feel like with this Batman, other than, I guess, even with Robert Pattinson, it was, like, considered controversial-ish. But, like, people yeah. got on board really fast, they, I think, they with did. him. They didn't Ben Affleck him. Yeah, so, like, with every new casting member that has come on board, you know, with um, Jeffrey Wright coming on as Commissioner Gordon now, uh, with her, Robert Pattinson. Uh, and who we're going to be next. Yeah, Michael Giacchino doing the score. Like, it's people are really excited for this, and it's nice seeing that there's a real excitement for a Batman movie, because I feel like it's been a little dry the this last few years, right? This has been the most right? excited thing people have been for a Batman film since, I mean, maybe, you know, like the, Tim Burton's. I would say even. Like, <laughs> really, eh? Like, I, would say, I, really? I would say, I would Tim say, Burns? I would like, say I since mean, Nolan's movies, Well, I mean, right? yeah, the Nolan films were, were obviously, yes, because we knew what we were getting yeah. after we saw Batman Begins, but before Batman Begins came out, I don't think anyone was like, oh my god, we can't wait because they were coming off of the Joel Schumacher era. Right, yeah, right? so I, I get what you're saying. Like, I guess seeing a new take on it, right? A new take on Other it. Other than, like, seeing the Joker and everything in Dark Knight, but, like, this, yeah, yeah like right. you're saying, this is a, a reinvention of Batman, and this is the first time we're seeing it since, I guess, Nolan's, because not a lot of people really consider Ben Affleck's outing as... Yeah, legit. Legit. Not, like, not legit, as, like, but, like... As a proper outing, right? Yeah. He's never we, gone we to love, Batman We love Ben Affleck right? as Batman, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He was never Batman in a Batman movie. He was Batman in Batman other movies, Superman, right? Movie, yeah. And Justice League. What did you What do you think of Zoe Kravitz here, Anthony? Um, when I heard she was was selected, I'm like, oh, she's so tiny and petite. Yeah, she doesn't like she doesn't throw off that vibe, and I right. kind of got like these Halle Berry, Catwoman vibes. From oh, her. Yeah, yeah, that's not good. You know, just because it, I don't know, it's just it's just. It's just they very similar in terms of physique, physique, yeah, yeah. and look, and like haircut uh, too. And she has hair, like a yeah. haircut, oh, right? Yeah. So I don't know what they're planning in terms of story. So right. it all depends on um, what plot they go with. Right. right. Rumored is a long Halloween is going to be a big uh, inspiration for the movie. Mm-hmm. So very cool. Yeah. So Do you and you watch long, long Halloween? That'd be Calendar Man. Calendar Man and like 
um, Two Face. Two Face. That's how Two Face becomes Two Face. Yeah, in that as well too. Yeah. So, uh, but you you watch Big Little Lies and she's she's, she's in, in it, that, right? But she wasn't. She didn't steal the show, right? She wasn't. Uh, I mean, it's hard to with a cast that has like Reese, Nicole Kidman, Meryl right. Streep. Right, right, right. But but she she held her own at least. She held her own. That's good. She held her own. I think one of my first outings with her was uh, Mad Max. Yeah, definitely. Oh, she was in Mad Max. Yeah, she I was in Mad Max. Her. Yeah, Mad Max. My my bad. Well, but again, she's in that film with another onslaught of amazing actors and actresses as well. Yeah, yeah. So she's in the background a lot. But I remember seeing her being like, "Oh wow, Zoe Kravitz," you know? Yeah. So yeah, it's wicked. Sliding in, yeah, with another little bit mm, of Batman now to be undo- undone. Yeah, yeah. This one, it it came out of left field for me, but it was like so obvious that when I heard it, I was like. Why did I think of that? Right. Yeah. Paul Dano cast as the Riddler for the Matt Reeves Batman film. Perfect casting. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect casting. This is phenomenal. Yeah. I'm so happy about this. Really happy. Yeah. About it. This and, cast yeah. is unreal right now. And and unreal cast. And that's still like we're still going to get someone whose cast is the Penguin. Yep. Because uh, well, well, yeah, hopefully. Dang, right? you in the Penguin. But dude, it's, it's going to happen is though. Not going to be in this he's movie. Hundred percent going to be in it. He's no. going to be in it, man. I'm telling you. Hi, where do you where do you, where do you hear where did you hear the penguins? Going every to be? every news article that came out with uh, Jonah Hill was that Warner Brothers wants him for a Riddler or a Penguin, and like he's going to be in this movie in some capacity. I hope it's not Josh Gad. I know he was campaigning. Yeah, I mean, yeah. a lot of people were. Oh, there was somebody else who was campaigning for the Penguin as well too. That I was like, uh, oh, the from uh, Seinfeld, is it Jason Alexander. Really? Yeah, he's like, yeah, let me be the penguin. I feel like everybody. That might have been a joke. I any hope. any actor is just like, yeah, let me any, do it. Any like, Josh Gaddon was trying hard. Like he yeah. changed his like. He followed Matt Reeves. He yeah. changed his yeah. profile picture, yeah. but I don't know. I, I don't like. He just seems too comic-y Yeah. For a penguin for me, but again, I could be proven wrong. Yeah, you know, I'm always Who? open to that. Josh, Josh Gad? Gad. Who's Josh Gad? Uh, does Olaf the voice like in Frozen? Really... And he was in Beauty and the Beast. He played. Um... Gaston's boy. Yeah, I'll show you a picture of him. Maybe that'll. Yeah, help. I work with uh, memory I'm a visual. Oh, okay. I'm like, you work with Josh Gad? Oh, that guy. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Um, I'm really happy with Dano just because yeah. he he's proven himself on screen and he can play those those character. You know, acting. He can do anything. He can do yeah. crazy yeah. to to quiet, just yeah. methodical. Whatever. Like, and he and the Riddler is one of those characters too that I think a lot of people wanted to see Nolan's take on. Yeah, because like since Nolan, I feel like everyone's been trying to do like a grounded take on. It's like, oh, it's this, but it's a super grounded, based in reality take. Yeah. And like Leo <laughs> in for the vein of Nolan, you right? know what yeah. I mean? And it's like I, I think, I feel like no, like the Riddler was always one that people like thought was Leo? going to be was right. like Leo was going to be the Riddler, and like he was going to be the villain in Rises. Like so, it's, it's like he's such a good villain that I want to see reinvented because again, we haven't seen him since Jim Carrey's outing in the '90s, which was Jim Carrey. Up to eleven, right? You know what I mean. So right. I mean, he was also, and then that movie is also notorious for the Tommy Lee Jones and Jim Carrey fights <laughs> yeah. that were happening on set. So that that movie alone is is synonymous with that. Right? Yeah, it's crazy. So it's it's nice to see like this movie's starting to feel real now. I mean, Matt Reeves was put on as a director in what 2016. Feels like forever. Yeah, like I feel like it was like January 2016. He's like, yeah, Matt Reeves has taken over as Batman. Now it's not going to come out until 2021 still, but right. You know the wheels are moving on it, which yeah. is nice. Jonah Hill is completely off this movie as as of now. As, as of I right said, now. talks have finished. You know, right. what I mean? and then literally the next day, Paul Dano was cast as the Riddler. So I, I think it was I'm just guessing a, because because Jonah Hill talks ended. Do you think they ended because 
hit, they just didn't want Jonah Hill to play this character. It was money. They it wanted money. He, he wanted, wanted more money. He wanted like a rumored was ten million dollars. Oh wow! And Robert Pattinson's getting paid less than five to play Batman. So like <laughs> all the sources were saying, they didn't want to get into a Jack Nicholson situation where the villain is getting paid more than the star. The star, right? Yeah, the person who's um, and we don't know if. Robert Pattinson has signed on for what his contract was, or we don't we don't, we don't know, know we don't know I'm how assu- many movies. I'm assuming there's like at least a three picture deal in place there. Right. I would assume so. Um, but probably based on the first movie, he'll get a certain amount, and with every movie after that, he'll get more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, it's it's crazy to think that this movie's going to begin shooting by the end of this year, early crazy. next year. So we'll, hopefully, we'll start to see what like the bat suit looks like and which he's been saying looks pretty cool Robert yeah. Pattinson, yeah so oh, he's actually seen it he's seen it he's been like in a prototype of it apparently so oh wicked i'm really really excited like it's, it's always exciting getting in like especially a batman movie like getting into like the time before while it's shooting because then you see like every day you start to see like oh here's a, a a set photo or here's this and then when that that media cycle really kicks off it's right it's nice to see do you think when they did screen tests for you know when they were casting batman did they use the affleck suit or the bale suit or even before that because i remember when they were you know casting for the batman begins yeah. film they were using the joel schumacher crazy yeah. no way yeah, yeah. They, they used the uh like, I, think I think it's the George Clooney one, right? Or the George Clooney one, yeah. Yeah, I believe it was that You could one. actually see those screen tests on YouTube. I, Shay and I they were... They were also on the Blu-ray, I believe. On the Blu-ray, yeah. yeah. So, wow. like, we were watching one that was, like... Uh, Killian Murphy. Killian Murphy, who played the Scarecrow in the Batman he Begins series. He was dressed series. up as the Schumacher Batman. Batman and he had a great Batman voice. Yeah. He, had a, he, he had a great Bruce Wayne. Yeah, too. so, like, like he was, I guess, Nolan's first choice. And then you see Bale come in and do his thing. And yeah. it's funny, too, because Amy Adams is reading as the role of Rachel. Yeah. So it's like it's just cool to see that she's kind of always had like this, still been in the universe, this yeah. universe of DC, DC for right. a while. Right, right. Yeah, but we're Very we're coming cool. up close, and you know, Wonder Woman, the meet, like the first trailer for Wonder Woman's coming out in December. Crazy. They already said so. It's like it's not it's going to go by fast. Yeah. Like it's going to be fast leading up to it. Yeah. Yeah. Excited. Very very excited. Is that the end of the Batman news this week yet, though, Shane? I mean, yes and no. Okay. So there's it's it's a little tied to Batman. Yeah. So Kim Masters from THR Hollywood Reporter. Uh, came out with a story that Jared Leto was a little bit upset that they're making <laughs> they're making a Joker movie. Now I I'm definitely uh, not exaggerating the word upset. Um, he was very very upset about it. Right. He was he tried to he tried calling to get this film you know completely off the map yeah. with Warner calling Brothers his agents and everything like that. I yeah. think he dropped his agents at that point. Uh, he tried everything in his power. To make sure this movie wasn't made, mm-hmm. but uh, obviously, lo and behold, not only did it get made, but it is beyond successful. I think yeah. is the word I want. What, what did you say it was like seven hundred and fifty million? It's seven hundred thirty-seven million for this My weekend, God. which we'll get into the box yeah, office yeah. later on. But I can see it easily beating uh, Deadpool two for the highest rated R, and I actually think that it could make that one billion. You think it could? You think it will reach a billion? I mean, eh? it could be the first rated R to do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's. That's an unreal. I mean, what? It's been three weeks now. Yeah, on a fifty million dollar budget. Fifty five million dollar budget. Unreal, yeah. absolutely unreal. So, what do you guys think about this whole Jared Leto getting upset about Joker? Well, I was. We were talking about this before. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of understand where he's coming from because the. I'm pretty sure they they they, when they were talking to Jared Leto about Joker and doing you know more Joker movies, they kind of made him the main Joker. Right. And it doesn't make sense to make another Joker movie without Joker. 
that he was portraying. Right. right. Because he was the first Joker after Heath. Heath. So you kind of set into his mindset and set that expectation for him that he was going to play the Joker for a very long time or at least three movies. Um, and then, you know, you have this. I believe, like, it's Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers kind of, like, created this cluster. Do you think they mean, of, like, what kind of contract they gave him, though? Like, did they give him, like, a three-picture deal or, like, a, oh, we'll use you and we need you kind of a deal? Because, again, even in Suicide Squad, he isn't a main character at all. But he's like second perf- build, like, so we'll see. It's just crazy. If I was right? if I was running if I was running a studio and I hired Jared Leto to be a Joker, right? Right. For one movie. Yep. And then I'm gonna make another movie about the Joker with another person. It just seems so weird. It it's seems strange, right? It seems like it's just unprofessional. Like, what are you guys doing? You need to make up your mind who's doing what, right? Because you're creating like this environment where no one's like. I no mean, one, no one knows what they're what they're they're set set to do, right? And I and I totally and I totally get Jared's Jared's frustration. Yeah. And obviously, like when you were saying anything, like when they were courting him about this, they were probably like, "Yeah, and this Joker is actually the Joker tied to Ben Affleck's Batman, and this is going to be a big universe." And this, it's just one of those things that this is such a old uh, Warner Brothers. Because the regime that was there is not there anymore. No. Warner Brothers Clean is a house. different company now. Right, but when right? when everything started was like, right. When all this started was the the main guys. That right, were, but, what, but what was his name? Ke- Japanese Kevin, dude. Oh, Kevin Shijama? something. Kevin Chijiro? something. Ke- Ken? Ken or Kevin? I think it's Ken. 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 T is starts with the last yeah. name. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, but when we look at the Joker though in that movie, he was coming into. Like we've said before on the podcast, the DCEU was like a, a version of the DC universe that it feels like all the best things have already happened in that world, right? Kevin yeah. Shihara. That's it. Yeah, Kevin. Um, and now Jared's coming in, who's playing a version of the character that audiences did not like. Right. The, his fellow castmates did not like. But who's, the, who's, who's Joker was that? Was that what David Ayer was? That was David Ayer. That's David Ayer's yeah. And Joker. Zack Snyder. Exactly. Who came up with that? Yeah. So is that really Jared Leto's fault? That- but but I think it was created in an amalgamation with all of them, mm. right? Even even if it wasn't Jared Leto, that's Jared's performance coming through. That's him creating that character and kind of getting into that mindset, right? Even if he's not in control of the story of it, how he's kind of living that character is right. What's coming through, and at the end of the day, like even though Suicide Squad made money, it's not a beloved movie, and it's right. a movie that they're basically rebooting it now and even though they use i guess his picture in birds of prey which is like not, a drawn picture right? a drawn picture yeah um he's not in it he's from, not from what we know so far and, and i don't think he wouldn't be i can't see him being in it after this as well yeah. Dick, no. do, you, do you think we'll see him like release a statement or anything about all this controversy saying hey i loved my time as the joker like you know, I don't like know if the, he's that kind of guy i don't know like i feel like leto's more like the petty type like yeah in the sense that like I've got an Academy Award. Yeah, and this was uh, this is what he did after like his this? his yeah. Oscar. You know, you know, like uh, he would just be upset. I think, and then yeah. he would if they would catch him, like I guess paparazzi wise, he might make a quip there. But right. I don't think he'd give a statement. I don't know. Right? Yeah, it's it's it is what it is, and like the, the at least the thing for fans is that the Joker is a loved movie right now. It's oh yeah. going crazy at the box office, and it's getting a lot of praise and. That's a win, and I think Warner Brothers is looking at that and being like, hey, you know what? Jared Leto, they're getting a lot of smoke for that right now, but at least 
there's like, hey, we have a successful movie though, yeah. right? Like at the end of the day, Warner Brothers could be like, yeah, you're upset because Jared Leto's not coming back, but look what we gave you instead. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so do you think now Warner Brothers pushes the sequel button or the cinematic universe button? I think after this joke, I film. think they'll do what Todd Phillips wanted to do and like uh, do like a DC Black Label, like he said yeah. he wants to do, and they'll probably do another character before jo- yeah. Joaquin comes back to do this again. I don't think Joaquin will do this again. I almost don't want him to either. I don't think he will, just because of all the. He doesn't need to. All the, like he's not that. I don't think he's that guy who would do a sequel. Yeah, no. he's not a movie. franchise guy. He's not a franchise guy. Yeah. Um, also, I. With all the controversy and all this stuff that didn't he say of, that he would come back though? I think I feel like I feel I like if Todd he, Phillips he goes to him, he would. I, yeah, uh, I don't think it, I'll see I if I can think find. A, a, I think it's I think it's this movie's like a one and done. One and done. Like there's no you don't need a sequel because yeah. now you're gonna have Batman coming out, and you know the si- second or third film is gonna be a Joker film. Yeah, the then you're gonna, gonna have these somewhere. two weird you know these Jokers that are in the same world but world, they're not like but do you think not do, even world but yeah i guess but do you think warner brothers is at that point now because they've been saying like their films don't really have to be connected that they could just be like you know what i but but audiences clearly i think could know the difference now that joker is not attached to anything you know what i mean yeah. audience are getting smarter to that i mean like if they, sure? but if they could if audiences I, I could understand so. multiverses and things like that now that's like I, us understanding but, that but look at endgame it's the biggest movie of all time and there's still a lot of like multiverse worlds and time traveling so i think i think audiences are a little will at least be able to at least digest saying like hey this is a different take i don't i don't i don't you don't think don't, so no man maybe i'm putting I, too much uh i i think faith the yeah i think the audience? i think you're putting too much faith in the audience okay because you got to think, even though Avengers is the great, the biggest yeah. movie of all time, a lot of that is because people went to go watch it again and again and again. Right, and again. of course, it yeah. No, because like, no movie will make that much without multiple. You know, Joe sure. Schmo, who doesn't read a comic book, yeah. would go watch it. So they're gonna probably like. I'm thinking about the normal audience yeah. member who's gonna go watch this and say, "This Joker, what, what like." why is this Joker here? And then we have this other Joker in right. this Batman universe. Yeah. What, like why? And you just create this, like, it's a, it's a weird, you create yeah, a, confusion, a weird right? confusion. Yeah. But I mean, like, but when you look back to how movies were before the, like the MCU and everything, even though we didn't have multiple, I guess, lines of movies going, but like, there was a lot of different TV shows and different comic mm-hmm. book lines and things like that. So it's not abnormal for it to exist. It's no. just, I guess we're seeing it on the movie side now. Right. No. I would, I would consider this Joker an Elseworld Joker. Yeah. You know, yeah. like it's not, it's almost on the line of, you know, that Christopher Nolan grounded Joker. Yeah. You know, this is not someone who would meet Batman. Right. Ever. No. I don't know. I don't, I don't think, I think this Joker is too, he's not that smart to, right. to, to. Question for you guys. Do you want to see Jared Leto come back in a Joker no, role? No, 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 no. I did not enjoy watching him on screen. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he, he I think may have been the worst part about that film for me. Yeah. And then I remember when the, the extended cut came out, because the rumor was that, oh, all of his footage got cut. And then when the extended edition came out, I remember watching it and being like, this doesn't add anything more. If anything, it makes this movie worse. Yeah. You and know? like his Joker to me was literally a joke, like where I would make fun of him when I yeah. when I quote him and stuff. Like it would be out of humor. Man, he was in the purple Lamborghini video as Joker. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. But see, that's man. that I, I truly I blame Warner Brothers. And I, and I blame man. David 100%. Ayer because I think Jared Leto is a great actor. I yeah. think if if you gave him a different character build, he might have come up with a different Sure. <laughs> like when you when you did the whole like 
Joker with the the grills. And he tried to give him like a like a West Coast LA, yeah, like gangster like training yeah. day kind of vibe. Yeah. Like he went up against Denzel Washington. Plus, yeah. Suicide Squad is an awful movie. Like you, yeah, <laughs> it's like Justice League Batman versus Batman versus Superman's Zack Snyder Batman. And yeah, it's like they're they don't. Twenty sixteen was a rough year for Warner Brothers. Uh, it was. It was definitely. <laughs> and now with Anne's turnoff, let's see what happens. Let's yeah. see what she does. One hundred percent. But um, I pull up the quote that uh, Joaquin had with Peter Travers, who you all know. Uh, he said, "I wouldn't have thought of this as my dream role, but now honestly, I can't stop thinking about it. I talked to Todd about what else we might be able to do in general, just working together, but also specifically if there's something else we can do with the Joker that might be interesting. Interesting. Okay. I would. I would love to see him again, but it's also. The movie, I think, ended so perfectly yes. that it's just like, you know, the Joker is like, it's an omnipresent thing with him kind of running around you, Arkham at the end. It's like, yeah. that's Joker. Like, that's it. It's it's it literally at the end of the Dark Knight when he's like, yeah. we're destined to do this forever. Like, it's almost like that makes that movie eternal. When you start making sequels to it, you lose that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So Right. I agree. Right. I agree. We need to see less, if anything. Yeah. But again, give us a Lex Luthor movie, though. Please, that would yeah, be so cool. I don't know who you yeah. wanted. Why? why? Lex Luthor would be so cool. Who you want as Lex Luthor? Bradley Cooper. Shave that head. Shave his head. Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. He produced Joker as well, too. He did, yeah. yeah. He's him and Todd. Are... Yeah, so I could see Todd Toddy doing P, like a... Yeah. A, like a Lex Luthor running for president and then like maybe it references like the Joker Gotham shit that's happening there and be yeah. like yeah like, and then him doing coke there. a bunch of times oh know? yeah that's it's true. dark it's yeah, dark. really dark Let me that's not really it. dark doing cocaine is not dark oh yeah. I mean but he does do it at nighttime though? Often, though he oh. does it at he does it at nighttime that's why everyone does what <laughs> not, since, not since yesterday uh, <laughs> next piece of news here coming from Joe Otterson of Variety Kevin Feige is named the CCO, aka the Chief Creative Officer of Marvel. Damn, am I saying that correctly? Uh, Marvel, yeah, Marvel, Captain. So Mar-Val. Kevin Feige's con- uh, universe continues to grow. The mastermind of the Marvel Cinematic Universe has been now named the CCO of Marvel, in addition to being president of Marvel Studios. This is what Variety has learned. He will now be responsible for the overall creative direction of Marvel storytelling across publishing, film, TV, and animation. That's huge. So who was that? Who was it before? Uh, there was there was a bunch of different I guess heads in each division. Uh, I know Ike, uh, whatever his stupid name was, the guy that literally <laughs> wanted to edit every movie down and didn't want to make. He literally didn't want to make action figures about female characters or black characters because they didn't. He said they didn't sell. Like he's right. he's a really shitty dude. I think he's still at Marvel. Um, so it's it's kind of nice to see that like Feige's earned that. You know what I mean? Like now he's like kind of seeing like. I guess the quality control of all the platforms of those stories. So, so he's not only doing uh, movies; he's doing TV as well as well. I guess print publication, like comics. I'm sure, like uh, Marvel that... Marvel Studios, which is like their movie division, will yeah. always and their I guess D- Disney Plus shows will always be run by him yeah. as of now. But he's going to I guess oversee the comic side and the TV side, so he probably won't be directly involved with like the day to day creative vision. But at least he'll be like. I guess overseeing it, right? Or maybe he'll put people in place. Yeah. Now. Are you talking about Isaac Perlmutter? Or, yeah, Ike. Or I, don't, I don't see anyone named Ike, Ike or Turner. I, Isaac. Is it Isaac? I, I see an Isaac Perlmutter. Perlmutter. That's it. Yeah. That man. Awful. That he's awful, man. Well, he yeah. still and then works. So, so Disney literally his his yeah he still works at Marvel, but he literally was the one that Feige had to answer to around the time of Age of Ultron and everything. And literally since then, Bob Iger's like, no, you're reporting to me now and don't re- you don't report to Marvel Entertainment. So 
At least Kevin Feige's been doing well for himself, at least. Right. Yeah. I feel like all these people that have to report to report to report to yeah, report. He, it goes up to, like, this guy who's, like, he doesn't even know what the hell he's talking yeah. about. And it goes, they call like, him oh. Ike, but his name is Isaac. That's yes, it, yeah, because they keep uh, seeing Ike. I'm like, yeah. 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 Um, the reporters. Yeah, good. He's, uh, he's, he's not a good guy. For no. Yeah, yeah. You could, if you read up on him, you'll be able to see like, kind of all the the scummy stuff that he wanted Marvel to do. And, yeah, it's nice that at least... Yeah, he was the last chief. He, he was up until the 2016 of December. Yeah. So literally, we're only seeing now, I guess, the 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 fruits of Kevin Feige's labor with Marvel since 2016-17, when he really kind of assumed control of Marvel Studios and not, not having to answer to yeah. the other side. But yeah, yeah good stuff. Sense. Good well, frame. Yeah, good for Kevin Feige. Yeah. That's all the news. A lot of comic book heavy news, but I mean, that's what the cinema world really revolves around nowadays. Cinema, right? you say, right? Yeah. <laughs> Martin Scorsese. And Francis Ford Coppola. Uh, these two great filmmakers yeah, of they their are time. Phenomenal filmmakers of their time. Yeah. Yeah. Let's jump into casting call. Do you have a sound for that yet? I don't like that one at all. Okay, I'll try and find what, another what one. Wait, what's what's casting call? Is casting that, call is, is this new? It's it's a, it's a segment that we've had a few it, times. It comes in, the past. in once in a while. When, oh, okay, the, when okay. there's a lot of casting stuff. Um, um, we just want to talk about like what happened in terms just of casting, really quickly. But it's know? not like worth the news. Oh, yeah. okay, man. Yeah, give a sound for casting call. No, you want to give us one though? A casting call. Oh, that was uh, good. Yeah, never have I, I hated a sound more. I hope he remembers that. Yeah, yeah. God, I will remember it. You know, the next time we call, you're like, oh, was it blue? <laughs> I hate Anthony so much. Right. You know, when Shay came back, yeah, wow. I mean, yeah. I can literally see our ratings dropping. <laughs> literally. The podcast was too white. We I had to come back. We in. somehow get it negative was, views now. Yeah. yeah. It was too white. Hey, I'm on your side. White. Yeah, Anthony. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm introducing that ethnic flavor yeah, yeah. in this podcast. Yeah, I don't think our audience really wants it. Uh, so bend it like Beckham. We have a lot uh, of views in the South for some reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they listen yeah. to my voice. Uh, so Neil Patrick Harris, Jessica Hanawick are joining the Matrix 4, and Jada Pinkett Smith is in talks to return. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Mattel Film Films. Uh, <laughs> Mattel Films is partnering with the Get Out star Daniel Kluya to produce a live-action movie based on Barney. Hmm. Why? Like this this was a news like this is something that I literally saw and I'm like is this an April Fools Day heading? It was weird. And like he literally said uh if I could just throw out a quote that he said quickly um Barney is an <laughs> ubiquitous ubiquitous figure in many of our childhoods then he disappeared into the shadows left misunderstood said Kaluya. We're excited to explore this compelling modern day hero and see if his message of I love you and you love me can stand the test of time. Why does it sound like a, a horror movie now? It's, it's basically Death to Smoochie. They're making, remaking it. Oh my god. Like oh. this is this is really weird. Yeah, it's a weird That's like, a weird one, right? I don't know where like, yeah, I don't, it's gonna like, be a no for me. What do studios like where do they get this money from? Yeah. Like, yeah. Give it to the poor. Give it to like <laughs> give it to me. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna make a movie on, you know, turtles. Alright. Yeah. Are they Ninja Turtles? No. Okay. No, they're no. samurai turtles, eh? Yeah. yeah. No, assassin, they're not. They're no. Assassin okay. turtles. Assassin they're just turtles. regular Naomi turtles. Naomi Harris <laughs> is also being hired to hide to play Shriek in Venom 2. Sure. It's Oscar. <laughs> what is this cast going casting? on here, man? Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. Uh, for box office, let's jump into box office here. Um, box office. Maleficent. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so Maleficent disappoints at the box office. So even though it came in first, it only made around $36 million. 36 mm. And... That's compared to the first movie that made almost like seventy million in its first weekend. Yeah, uh, Joker holding and strong at number two again. Twenty nine. Twenty nine million in its third weekend now, or yeah. is it fourth week? Third weekend uh, now. Third right? weekend. Yeah, it's and, crazy. And, and, so it made thirty six million domestically. 
Yeah, like in our... In but our, it made $117 million internationally. Yeah, and that's most of the budget... Sorry, the box office for the first film also made most of its money internationally. Yeah. Which is a little Easter egg of which we'll be talking about later. Yeah. Um, and then coming in in third is Zombieland Double Tap, which uh, Shay and I saw this week, and we'll talk a little bit about... More, talk about it a little bit more in what we're watching. 26. And we have a review up on YouTube as well and podcast services, which will have the links to everything in the show notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's what's really interesting is um, I could be wrong here, but from what I'm hearing, Parasite is doing really well as well. Yeah, uh, I think it's gr- open in 33 theaters only. Yeah, I think, but and it's, it's but it's holding pretty strong from what I've been hearing. I think it opened in 11th place this weekend from 33 theaters. Yeah, actually, you're right. There, it yeah. is. yeah, 11th place with only 33 theaters. That's mm. nuts. That's absolutely nuts. Good yeah. for them. It, like every other film is sitting in about like. Thousands of theaters. I'm surprised that movie hasn't hit like a streaming service by now. Parasite. Uh, Parasite. Yeah. Well, because I mean, it came out so long ago. Yeah, it so came out early in like February in yeah. Asia, and yeah, then yeah. it's it's doing its rounds here. I guess you know. I think they just want it to build that hype around it, and it'll probably get released around uh, uh, Oscar, season? Oscar season. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Let's talk about some trailers then. Yeah, no, kind trailers. of a quiet week for trailers. Yeah, it was really you know? quiet. quiet week yeah, until so tomorrow. Of course. Sound though for trailers. It wasn't like, yeah, something like that. No, that uh, was box office for the money. Oh, that oh. was box office. Yeah, you missed your chance. You missed your chance. Yeah, I don't have anything for trailers. Uh, I did. Oh, that was the no, marquee sound, wasn't it? Like the. You say it, you did. That's the ASMR chatting at podcast again. <laughs> it sounds a bunch, like a bunch of bees. I feel like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You were doing it. Okay, so for trailers, <laughs> I don't remember that, but sure. Man, listen. Do you know what this podcast is? No, what, what's this show? <laughs> this is a movie podcast. Uh, so for trailers, we got Bombshell. Yeah, which is the Fox, Fox News, News scandal. Film. Yeah, uh, this People is the second trailer that came. Second out trailer, yes. yeah, full proper trailer. Like proper the first trailer. one was like a really teaser. Yeah, yeah. Trailer it looks interesting. I mean, it's it literally kind of like came out of nowhere from a screening, and then everyone's like, okay, this is a front runner for the Oscars, like yeah. performance wise. But... Jay Roach directing it, and I mean, it's got it. It gives me a lot of the. Um, Vice slash Big Short, Big Short vibes. Yeah, where, you know, comedy Laundry director, Matt. not yeah. trying to make a serious film. So. Keep looking at Charlize Theron's nose. As she well looks as so, yeah, she looks so different. Yeah. Nose. It's just like, is, it, is it just prosthetics or did it? It's just it's, just it's just prosthetics. Yeah. They remade her face. <laughs> they remade. She de-aged and then yeah. aged again. Now, this story just this story happened. What 2017? 2017? Yeah. yeah, so very recent. What do you guys yeah. think about like I guess these movies being I guess made so quickly after their events happened before <laughs> it used to take a lot longer for true stories to come yeah. out like i remember when i the first true story that i found came out so soon was when we got uh D- george w's bush movie the I think it's called w yeah right and then we got we got sully as well too which was only a few sully? years after yeah. with sully recently so i'm talking about like when the, like the 2000s like the early 2000s oh right 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 that's when it really started yeah. to finally kind of pick up in terms of how quick they were yeah. pumping we got a, a lot of 9-11 movies yeah well we too got that came like, out. what two years after i think we got uh World ladder Trade center right yeah and then we got like ladder was 47 that's not a world 49 is no, not, World not. Trade Center. no i'm thinking of another one with uh nicholas cage yeah, in uh in uh, 9-11 man. Uh, yeah, World Trade Center. Called Na- World Trade Center. That, that's, that's the one, one that was yeah. Oliver Stone Nick, Nick Cage? Yeah. Oliver Stone. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Nicholas, yes, yes, yes. And, and Michael Pena's in it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then uh, Passenger Seat something? Is there no. another? <laughs> United 49. Oh. United 49. That's it. <laughs> Passenger Seat. <laughs> no, but you're thinking, of, you're thinking of the Clint Eastwood movie with the actual yeah, pa- passenger. No, that, no that's... Wait, the, that's no, Wesley Snipes. No, no I'm thinking... 
Passenger no, 57 or something like that. No, no. That's Passenger 57 is what, the, the, <laughs> not, the one you're thinking of is the, the one that came out a couple years ago. It's a national tragedy. Okay? The train, the, the Paris train to th- 310 to Yuma. Yeah. To, <laughs> also Paris. We're going to stop yeah. at Paris along the way. That he, that he we're, we're going to hell. People. We are going to we hell. We are going to hell. No. Oh, man. What were we talking about? <laughs> Bombshell. Bombshell. Yeah. yeah wow. So you were saying... What do you think of these, you know, these that stories that just so fast? It's so after. it's it's weird because nowadays the information is so readily available yeah. and it happens in front of you so many times. Yeah. It's like you I'm live like, this story. Like, do I? This have was to, just on the news. Yeah. Last do week, I have to know? watch a movie about the same thing that I already watched in the news? Yeah. I kind of <laughs> people who don't want to read. Right. You kind of <laughs> like for me. A lot of the things that I missed out in the you know seventies, sixties, yeah. things that those stories you. Are that are forgotten that yeah. are then brought back to life through film work really well and i feel like a lot of these stories that would probably work well in film is just they're happening so quickly that you you don't have like this emotional connection with it you don't understand why it went or the reasoning behind you know this important story and this is how it changed a lot of the the environment that for instance women would be in um There's especially the me too but it's yeah. like like, um, like we're probably going to get a Weinstein film but very see, soon. A yeah. Weinstein film would make sense 20 years from now. Yeah. Right. It just it would just gonna build. Make it now. But I like, know, but like it yeah. is I would rather watch a documentary, which I did watch uh, the Harvey Weinstein documentary. Oh, what's right. it called? Um I think it's called Weinstein. Oh, okay. I don't know that. But I think it's I think yeah. it's called Weinstein. And I get and I get that. HBO. And, and and I think when you have uh like big stars attached to it because obviously there's huge names in this movie that mm. you get the attention of it and it's it's yeah this one's very recent like i was looking up i was trying to remember when all the president's men came out which is a movie about watergate right that was what 80 76, 76 and right? watergate and stuff happened in 72 yeah so i mean that was a pretty recent that's one as well recent, but yeah. that's also about literally the office of the president mm-hmm. so i'm like i'm trying to think like when next year happens when the election happens when's the trump movie going to come out you know what i mean so it's like we're so close to things we're still. very close to and like now. anthony was saying we're so at- attached to things through the internet and everything that it's like would this be worth watching or like i would love to see a documentary that kind of dives deep into the real facts of it but the sad reality is is that documentaries aren't as attractive as making a hollywood movie right they're getting better though like in, right. in terms of um but i, but I mean in seats but, but it's, I mean, it's like, almost like it's getting it's, giant names but in i get it, right? what you're saying yes. yeah but it's almost it's like a cheap way of grabbing money. Yeah, yeah. Because at the end oh, of it, there's no heart behind it. It's it, just it, it's pure yeah. profit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not like you're 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 waiting for this movie to happen. Yeah. It's like I want I want to make it so I can get the money. Yeah. And it's like the story is lost. Yeah. And, and now whenever like, something big happens, the immediate thought is, I, like, and it's actually really sad now. But as soon as something big happens, you immediately start seeing studios bid yeah. on the yeah. rights for yeah. that to happen. I mean, look what happens when like. I'm just using the White House because that's the closest example in my head right now. When somebody gets fired from the office, three months later, oh, their book's coming out. And it's like, you'll have, a, you'll have, oh, like that always happens whenever yeah. like a big event happens. Oh, the book comes out, the book rights get purchased, and then it gets turned into something. Especially the tragedies, like whenever you a know? mass shooting happens, yeah. you'll literally quietly hear in a yeah. few weeks or months, so-and-so has now bid on, on this story. On the story, right? And I'm thinking of uh, Tropic Thunder when it's like, Four Leaf is like saying like like his book was the one that wasn't yeah out of the four books that are made three like, got one got yeah. this one is a movie about yeah exactly so right good. yeah uh, so another trailer that we got was the Imagineering story it's a documentary I believe yeah. on Disney Plus yep. which is coming out Disney Plus is coming out next month getting closer and closer days. yeah yeah crazy you're signing up for it right 
I am, but like Disney needs to, like, why aren't we getting? I don't in Canada, yeah, like any I don't know what pre-order bonuses or pre-order yeah, yeah, it's options. So, it's so dumb. What are they just gonna wait for day one? Did they so forget they can crash that the we're servers? just a little bit above? <laughs> their website's gonna be like negative days when it yeah. launches here. We won't still won't be able to sign when up. When I for was it. in Dallas, I, I was trying to sign up for that, that three-year deal, and I was very close because I could use PayPal, but I was so afraid that if I did it in through some means and ways, they it would wouldn't like, work for me. Or and then what you're right? stuck paying, and I'm stuck paying, paying like two hundred bucks. I don't think that would happen because what if you travel didn't want to risk it yeah didn't want to risk it and we're also so close but again it's they're hyping things up that's like they released the mandalorian schedule said hey you're gonna get two episodes in the first week and every week after that basically yeah um but it's like here in canada at least we're getting it day one they say but i was telling you shay i'm like i'm just waiting for like that one one little thing like actually we're deciding to launch in canada in 2032 (laughs) it's it's a little far yeah next trailer we got was marriage story i didn't watch this trailer but i know it's the netflix film with uh what's his face and driver johansson yep adam driver looks very sad kylo and Scarlet and, uh, Scar- and Black Joe? Widow. I was gonna say Scarlet Witch. <laughs> Scarlet, 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 Scarlet Widow. Scarlet Johansson Witch. Uh, yeah, so we got a trailer for that, and we got Never Surrender, a Galaxy Quest documentary. Uh, didn't this wasn't this a YouTube documentary? Yeah, so this was made by uh, Screen uh, Junkies, right? Screen Junkies, yeah, and yeah. fandom. They produced this documentary, um, and yeah, it's about I guess the fandom behind Galaxy Quest. Are you guys fans of Galaxy Quest? I saw it when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah me too. Uh, and I really liked it as a kid. It was ninety nine, right? I believe so. Yeah. And I remember I used to rent it from Blockbuster a lot yeah. for some reason. And I used to watch it a lot too. And, I, and when, as I grow older, I, I kind of just fell out of love with it. Right. And I bought it digitally. Yeah. Uh, I haven't watched it since. Yeah. I just remember Rain Wilson being in it. Yeah. I, it's, it's a funny movie. And I, again, like my first memory of it is, I, I, I don't know if I said this on the podcast before, but no, like I, I rented it in a hotel. Back when it was still in theaters, you know, you could do that. So you it was paid like, like forty bucks. I probably more than that. Like we, I think we were in like it, I don't even know where. Well, we were. I was just in a hotel yeah. in Dallas, and to rent the Lion King for one night, yeah, not own it was twenty dollars. Jesus, for man. one night, eh? for one night to rent it. I'm like man. the Lion King. I can rent this off iTunes right now. Yeah, for, for five five ninety nine. What? I the <laughs> hotel. I could have. I mean, I can reenact any film. I guess if you think about it. Um, and our last trailer this week. Peter Rabbit 2. I didn't know they were going to make a sequel. Did you did you guys watch this trailer? No, of course no. not. It's terrible. Can you uh, give us a, what's the plot of the trailer? <laughs> <laughs> so basically, again, I had no idea this movie existed until I saw the trailer pop up. I remember seeing the trailer for the first one and thought it was terrible. So James Corden is back as Peter Rabbit. Thank God. Um, and basically, uh, the, the human characters have made, written a book based off of Peter Rabbit. And Peter Rabbit wants to go discover himself so he basically runs away i'm already so bored that and then talking. he meets this other rabbit who knew his dad who i'm assuming his dad is dead um and oh, it's, they, gosh, they, the rabbit his dad will be dead it'll yeah, probably, like, it'll probably end, end up being like actually peter i am your dad and it's like a crocodile or something you know what i mean <laughs> um and it's peter finding himself and it's just when you see the talent in this movie too in the sense of you know what's her name from uh rose Byrne. yeah we, and we and, and um <laughs> Oh, I'm blanking on his name right now. Uh, the redhead dude from Star Wars and Ex Machina and everything. Oh, you're talking about uh, his son, right? Um, yeah, thanks, Matt I. Moody's Matt I. Moody's son. son. Uh, Bill, no, no, Ben. No. Um, Give me oh a name. My, oh, you know my what? God. I knew, it, his, I, I was I saying, knew it while I started it, and then I I was saying it. his name in my head yeah. while you were saying it. I'm like, oh, I can tell you his name right now. Oh, my God. What's his uh, Dom Hall Gleason. Dom yeah. Hall Gleason. I didn't look it up. It. I didn't yeah. look it up. I'm good. Oof. Dom uh, Hall Gleason is in it, and like they just look like they don't want to be there. And I feel like I've already been talking about this for too long. I already saw this thing. Yeah. 
It's right. I yeah. It it looks awful. Like this is probably with the worst CG. Like Alvin and the Chipmunks has a better CG than damn, this. So damn, you, you brought on Alvin. So eh? that's that's Alvin that. <laughs> out this week. Black and blue. Do you know what this is about, Anthony? No. Do you want to what's the plotted for us? Someone who's who's been beaten. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah, it. That's, that's it. That's it's your just some guy who's getting beaten up the whole time. Beaten up the whole for, time for who's a good starring? two hours. Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> <laughs> who's beating him up though? It's, it, is it Timothy Chalamet like Gemini Man style? It's him as a baby. I <laughs> no, know. Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> just beating him up in oh, a chair. God. So this is with Naomi Harris, I believe, yeah. and uh, Tyrese Gibson. Tyrese. Oh. Yeah, and it's it's a cop film about like crooked cops. Yeah. Black and blue. Black and blue. No, and it got, makes sense now. Yeah. Because yeah. Tyrese is black yeah. and he plays a cop, which is blue. blue. He's, he's not a cop. Oh, he's not a cop. No, no. Naomi, Naomi, Naomi Harris, Harris is a cop. Is a cop. Yeah. Yeah. She's blue. Yeah. yeah. And then they meet. Yeah. 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 No, Naomi Harris is black, too. Yeah, she yeah. is. <laughs> the only blue is their vest I guess. Right. Okay. <laughs> Paradise Hills. No idea what this is about. Paradise Hills. Yeah, it's coming out this week. What's it about? Uh, Paradise Hills. <laughs> uh, Are you giving us the actual plot? No, I'm going to give you the actual plot of it. Okay. It's a fantasy drama film directed by Alice Waddington in her directorial debut. It stars Emma Roberts and Aquafina. And the poster looks really, really weird. It almost looks like an Alice in Wonderland type. I'm vibe looking at all these thing. movies that are coming out. And I have no idea what they. Yeah, are. it's it's a weird week for movie releases. Girl on the third floor. What is this like? Another like girl with a spider's nest? Is this like, <laughs> girl on the third floor? Is this th- these names for movies and books now suck? Is that a book? Is this... Probably based on a book. It looks like girl on the third floor. Girl on the train. What's the story about? It's, it's about this girl <laughs> on the third floor. Yeah, she couldn't buy an apartment on the second floor, or the yeah. fourth floor, so she got on the third floor. I mean, it's a horror movie starring CM Punk, so that's all. No we way. Really. Yeah. Is he playing the girl? <laughs> <laughs> or is he playing the third floor? Yeah. So I mean, that's that's, that's gonna that's be a no out, for yeah. me, dog. The current war. This is finally coming out. The I director's mean, cut. The director's called, cut, yeah. right? So they, they actually call the director's cut. Yeah, well, the trailer like, did. The right? director. Yeah. Oh my gosh! What a this movie's going to. Like, they should have just streamed the it. Been very why quickly. you? Why even like making? This? It would have actually made more money, I think, if they streamed it. Yeah, like oh, hundred percent. If they that sold cast, it to yeah, Netflix, 100%. for sure. But I think they're not going to make. They're not going to make a lot of money. Netflix probably said no. So probably why. You think? I mean, even with that cast. They probably saw it when there was going around its TIFF schedule, right? Probably. But Netflix buys everything. That's true. And they didn't buy this. It must have been bad. Uh, Then we have The Kill Team. Uh, Which is Alexander Skarsgård. This is like a war movie. Cool. Yep. You have Frankie. Oh, God, I forget what Frankie is. No. Frankie. I don't think anyone in the audience that we're listening that's listening to this podcast right now even cares. Uh, And then we have Kanye West's Jesus is King is coming out this week. Right. Along with the album, supposedly. Hopefully. Hopefully the movie comes out. Yeah, do you think the movie will get a release? I didn't buy tickets only out of fear that I sit in that theater and and then the two Cineplex agents would come out and say, hey guys, so uh, we don't have the movie. We can't play it. (laughs) Also, like, I don't want to give him money for something that's probably going to be on, like, crap. YouTube, like on YouTube, you know, like yeah. it's such. A, it's not. It's not like I. I don't. Is this think, like a principle for you now? You're on principle. Like now, his music that? is wonderful. Yeah, but I just don't think because I was watching a behind the scenes. Yeah, to oh, it, yeah. And I'm like bored. Well, am I gonna watch a bunch of people like gospel singers just yeah. sing in a hole? Because I'm not gonna spend money on that. Yeah, no, I mean, I, did, like there has to be some sort of story or. Yeah, I don't it's know, only maybe, 38 minutes. 
Oh wow! And it was like a nine. It was nine dollars too. Not that nine dollars is like a super lot of money, but I'm like, you when I think if I spend two more dollars, I could go see a proper movie. You could have put this on this. online and let and everyone. I don't think he shot it in IMAX. Did he? No, no. converted to IMAX. Yeah, yeah. So um, I'm okay. But like the like when I peeked in to see the tickets, like when they dropped, like five minutes into it, it was the majority of it was taken. So like it's going to really well yeah because it's it's not a lot of locations right right will always like no matter what right they'll go and support it especially like when when we think of locally here it's like it's playing in one theater Mississauga, Toronto, and then like Vancouver like so I mean so it's not like it's playing in a lot of theaters so people will go to the theater that's convenient for them right like I rather buy it is that weird like I would rather rather buy this and yeah yeah than than go and sit with a bunch of people and yeah, watch it. It's strange. It's you just, know like Kanye fans are a little different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they are. Yeah. A different is one different way. Different Um Is that it for this week? Yeah, that's, that's coming it. Out? That's What was Frankie? Frank Frankie is a, a, a independent movie that's got on the list. One of these days you, I'm going to put a not, fake movie. You don't vet these lists? I do. Yeah, I Daniel. vet I vet the list and then I forget what they're about. Trust um, me, there's ones that don't make the list that are even more obscure. I, so these are the th- ones that I least recognize. This coming out on a streaming service only available in North Korea. Yeah. So uh, Daniel, why'd you put it on this <laughs> list then? Um, I want to correct myself. The movie, oh, I Harvey, you you want to the Harvey yourself. Weinstein movie is not called Weinstein. Yeah. It's called Untouchable. Ah. Untouchable. Uh. The story of Harvey Weinstein. Oh, damn. Okay. <laughs> I would call it Weinstein. Yeah. yeah. Or Weinstein. Oh, or, like, or call it, it Harvey. Would it still be like his name or would it be like literally a wine stain? Like you could put yeah, like yeah. a little glass yeah. of wine yeah, yeah, just yeah, tilting yeah. over? Between wine and stain. Oh, with somebody on like with a white shirt on, it's like a little like ooh, I'd, I'd buy revealing? that poster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're making oh, not revealing. Wait, wait. <laughs> oh, oh there's a white t shirt. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Hold on a second. What are we watching, guys? Uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. That's it, eh? Yeah, so I've been uh, that, since the story broke last week about um, where the, are you with the it? spinoff? Will Smith like doing a spinoff? I thought, okay, let me kind of watch it again because I only watched it when it was out right. back in the nineties. How far are you right now? Um, season four. Did you start from season nice. one though? I did start from Damn, season one, dude. Damn, you were yeah. you just been. I, I started from season one, like, and I didn't even know there was more to that song than. Um, oh, oh the, the, the Fresh Prince, yeah, the extended version? one, yeah, the full extended version. No, yeah. I did not. Yeah. I'm like, I'm singing it, and it gets to a point where yeah, I don't beg and pleaded with her day yeah. after day. I'm like, no, I didn't. Don't like this. <laughs> she gave him my bag, then she gave him my ticket. But think again, it's like 1990. I was five. Yeah, you're old. I was four. Yeah, Wait, no, five. But no, but it's funny that like it. You forget sometimes like when you have shows that are like sitcoms, like they're 21 minutes long. So like you could burn through it pretty fast. So you know, fast you burn yeah, through. Like you're but sitting like, there and just you're, for a couple of episodes. Like, they used yeah. to do like I don't think they do like thirty minute shows now. Do that many no, episodes? And, no, and like twenty seven episodes, dude. Unless it's like a, a, a proper year long sitcom when they do like twenty three episodes. Other than that, it's like you're getting shows thirteen episodes max. Yeah, and, and I kind of like that because it makes me want more. Yeah, you know, a, a lot of these stories never kind of like. Going, they're like right. model stories, right? They they don't extend. No, right. Or like you don't you can go put back on any five episode years. you want. You're yeah, good to go. you're, you're yeah. good to watch it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's all I've been watching. Cool. Um, I haven't watched any new movies. Or... I'd be surprised if you did because you just did four seasons in a week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're so they're, because they're so quick. Yeah. Um, you blink and they're done. Like, I've been yeah. rewatching Fresh Prince for a couple of years now. Like yeah. just going back every couple Over of days, and yeah. cycling uh, through. And I'm only on like season I think five right now. 
Yeah, I want to like finish the last it. Few years. Yeah, only because like I'll oh, put on. You're not watching it. Like, I'm not watching it yeah. as hardcore as you. Yeah. I like. I'll be putting on like an episode here or there. Right. Just well, there's nothing on, else yeah. for me to watch that I'm really interested in. Right. That's why I'm for like, sure that makes sense. Back yeah. to back to back yeah. to back to back to back to back. Just to back next, to back next, to back. next, next, next. Are you still watching? Yes, still I am. I'm yeah. still here. I'm still. A piece yeah, of shit. I pr- yes. I'm pretty sure it'll be done by the week. Probably like in the next. Five Dude, minutes. you could do it tonight. I believe in you. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, like I can't change time. <laughs> you can be, you can watch, be by tomorrow. Watch on your phone and your TV and your computer. No, just go. I've been doing that. Been Why? Doing, <laughs> I've been doing like whenever I'm not in front of my TV, I'll be watching on my phone. Yeah, would, you got to go to the washroom. You take your phone with you, right? Like just, you're just trying to get through it. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, like it's necessary. Okay, yeah. I get it. Yeah. Not really. Uh, what are you watching? Daniel? Speaking of getting through it, though, I've watched that new Paul Rudd show, Living, uh, with, living yourself? with Yourself. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and you wish you were killing yourself, I guess. The, the premise of this it. show is Paul Rudd is living like a kind of boring life that he's not feeling like he's living to his full, I guess, potential. So one of his work friends refers him to this spa called the Happy Spa. And he said that the spa changed his life and now this guy's successful at work, life, everything, right? right. So basically Paul Rudd decides, hey, you know what? I want to do sure. this too and uh, goes to the spa not realizing that what the spa does is clone you and then kill your former self. And the clone they bring back is without all the faults and everything like that. What ends up happening is that Paul Rudd's, I guess, original human self, they don't kill him properly. So he wakes up buried, runs home, and then realizes that he has a clone now. And it sounds like a unique premise. Sounds like Total Recall. Yeah, it sounds like a very like unique premise. I just... I just feel like this show re- was trying to rely too much on this is Paul comedy? Rudd. It's it's not really a comedy. It's like a dramedy. It's a dramedy because it's like it's Paul Rudd, so he's funny, and the way he acts is funny. But I don't think it's it's not being pitched as like a comedy. Okay. And like it's just it's really interesting because they go in directions that you don't expect <laughs> or want or wants because <laughs> like you start thinking of like just the the reality of the situation and the show's very grounded. Like clones, there's like it's no big deal. Like. He's living on with his life. So it's eight episodes long. They're about 25 minutes each. So I got... Oh, it's a TV series. Yeah, it's a TV series. So I got through it pretty fast. And, like, it ended. And I was just like, I don't know if I really enjoy that. Like, the most of the time I was watching it, like, it was just kind of on in the background. I was kind of peeking in because it wasn't really interesting as much. Mm. Um, I mean, like, Paul Rudd does his thing. And, like, it's interesting seeing, like, the clones and stuff. But, like, I just feel like other than that, like, him being... At him acting as acting with himself is the draw to this, not the story itself. Yeah, the trailer didn't do it for me, so yeah. I was like, I'll probably just avoid it's di- this one. It's directed by um, Jonathan Dayton and Valerie Ferris. They're like the husband and wife team. Yeah, that did L- Little Miss Sunshine. Oh yeah, and um, I love the movie Paul Dano. Yeah, great performance. Yeah, and what was the movie that was the, with the tennis? Oh, the one with Steve Carell and Emma Stone. Yeah. Oh, it's oh, funny because yeah. Both Little Miss Sunshine and that movie's like Emma Stone and Abigail Breslin. Battle of the Sexes are in Zombieland. I've never, I've never seen. Ah. Yeah. I've never seen a, a like a husband and wife director team. Well, you have like Nolan and his wife that are director producer. Producer, like, yeah. two director, both directors. Both directors. Yeah, you don't really see that. Yeah, because I mean, you Cap- see friends usually. Yeah, because I was yeah, like friends or brothers. Yeah, because like Captain Captain Marvel's directors who did. Um, that Ryan Reynolds movie with Ben Mendelsohn. They're, right? They're friends. Yeah. yeah. Like a guy and a girl. Again, not that that can't happen. It's just, it's unique, right? Yeah. It's, it's you, don't, not, you don't see it too often. Yeah. Well, I, I definitely don't see husband and wife often. Like, yeah. I can't think of no. it. I think they're husband and wife. Yeah. 
But yeah, yeah. Living, with, living with yourself, it was like check, I would say check out the first episode. The show does a really good job of establishing it, establishing it, and at least ending it on a note that you're just like, oh, okay, let me now I'm like I'm curious. Let me see what happens next. Right. Uh, but other than that, I was just kind of like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. It's it's not it's not really lasting. Okay. But so yeah. no awards for this. I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, other thing I watched this week was The Laundry Mat, which is the Steven Soderbergh movie, which was at TIFF, yeah. uh, starring Meryl Streep, Gary Oldman, Antonio Banderas, uh, basically about the Panama Papers, and it's... <coughs> Panama. It, yeah. It's not... So t- tell us more about the Panama Papers. I will not, because okay. it's very boring, but other other than the fact that it basically just allows the rich to not have to pay taxes and keep getting richer and stuff like that. Right. Um Something that I'm surprised wasn't getting a lot of, like, I guess, news coverage is that, like, Meryl Streep, like, Meryl Streep is obviously in the movie a lot, uh, but she also, like, I guess, spoiler for the movie, if you care about this movie, no. uh, she's kind of, she plays, like, a a role at one of the, I guess, insurance company or the lawyer firm or whatever, but, like, she's playing, like, I guess, like, she's Mexican, so, like, even, like, her skin tone is darker and everything, too, so I'm, like... She plays I, a Mexican. It's not, I don't. Know, I don't know if she's Mexican or she's from Panama or like, Panamanian or she's. But like, she literally like she doesn't look like herself until like she reveals that it's her at the end. And I was just like, oh, she played. She put on like like a darker skin tone. I, I want to look this up because so like that her character's name is Ellen Martin, though. right? But she plays two characters in the movie. Oh, she does. Yes. So and the, the thing that. that like with Steven Soderbergh movies, especially with this one, it's like this feels very much like the big short. This feels very much like Vice, where they're literally talking to the camera. It's very in your face about what the issue is. They're calling out things like that are happening. And it's like it's so in your face that you're just like, oh, like this is not this doesn't feel like a movie anymore. It literally the movie literally ending with Meryl Streep talking right to the camera with green screen all around her saying, like, this will never change while we have the current uh, political people in power, blah blah blah, and then the movie ends. So it's not, it's not. I don't recommend watching this movie. Do you it's think not, Steven yeah. should have retired when he said he was going to retire? <laughs> Do you <laughs> retired for how long? Like three months? Uh, Ocean's Eleven will always be one of my favorite movies. Yeah. Um, but he is a producer on Bill and Ted Face the Music. Yeah, but other than that, like this movie really didn't do it for me. So if you weren't a fan of the Big Shorts or Vice. Anything like that, then you will not like this movie. When did he say he was going to retire again? He said he was going to retire about three years ago. But he's been making a movie his like last almost film, every year, though. His yeah. last film. Like he came back. Was it with, Logan Lucky? He yeah, did too. He came back. Yeah, he with did Logan, Logan Lucky, Lucky and yeah, then yeah. he did a bunch. I remember he did a film with the iPhone, and yeah, he. Yeah, Unsane was the film. He did the oh uh, yeah with Claire Magic Foy. Mike. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, un- yeah. High it's, Flying Bird. It's not a. It's not a good movie. It looks really nice in Dolby Vision, though. Like, I'll give it that. Uh, but yeah, do you, but yeah, the Meryl Streep thing is kind of what's like. Oh, it's like I'm surprised I wasn't getting she more plays attention. Elena, the yeah insurance. Yeah. So like when I saw that, when I saw her take on makeup, I'm like, oh, that was a interesting choice for them to do that. Okay, cool. Was she okay? Now I get it. So she was. Was she in, like? Like she basically revealed herself at the end, like that she was playing this character too. But well, I, was it obvious that she was that character? Like you could tell that it was somebody who like had makeup and prosthetics on right but it was also just like oh like i don't get why that was necessary to reveal that it was her right, right you know right. what i mean like it, it gave no extra weight to the movie yeah. other than having that reveal at the end of her taking everything off walking across all the green screen set and being like 
it's me. Guess who? You know what I mean? So it's just like, I, I 100% think she'll be nominated for this, even though her performance wasn't anything special because it's Meryl Streep. Really? Yeah. I, I just feel, because anytime Meryl Streep does anything, she's nominated, right? So Yeah, she once went to the grocery store and got nominated. For yeah, her, I think, so it's, it's crazy. Um, Do you think that's fair, though? Like, to no. be nominated for a role where you shouldn't be nominated? Oh, I see you're the just taking. Do you see it? Yeah. yeah. You're, just, is... you're taking, um, you're taking the... The role or the nomination away from someone oh. else who would benefit from it? Yeah. Yeah. So just, it's just. Was she nominated last year? No. What? She, she was probably was. for not being in a film. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> for not like, being in a movie. They're like, she, Meryl Streep didn't do a movie this year, but uh, we <laughs> found some old home footage of her. Yeah. Here's these uh, whole movies that were yeah. shot on the iPhone. Yeah, and we can't believe what she did. Yeah. Okay, all and right. then and then Shay and I watched uh, Zombieland Double Tap this week, which we have a full review up as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we didn't we didn't want to invite Anthony. Yeah, clearly. Yeah, whatever. You don't like Zombieland. Yeah, I did. I watched the first one. <laughs> it's funny that this movie. I've never seen a movie so heavily marketed by like from the director of Venom and the writers of Deadpool. Yeah. Like the actual fonts for those movies are on the poster yeah, too. Same. I'm like, like, damn, they're really trying hard. They're trying. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Uh, it's a good movie though. You should go watch yeah. it. Uh, I watched, uh, other than Zombieland, I watched Scream. <laughs> Scream. Uh, Halloween's coming around. My yeah. girlfriend never seen Scream. Uh, I I think I love this movie more every time I watch it. Yeah. It is such a, like, cinephile's dream film. Like, the fact that it's nonstop movie references and just the parodying. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I a good, love it's a fun watch. There's I love a lot of fun watches. Fun watch. Yeah. Fun yeah. watch. Yeah. yeah, big fans, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Love Scream. Cool. <laughs> Let's get <laughs> enough in. about Scream. Okay, enough about Scream. Is, is, that, is, that, is, that, is that all you watch? I mean, I, at least I watch something. You watch Fresh Prince. Yeah, but he watched four seasons of Fresh yeah, Prince, watched, though. Yeah. <laughs> and there was a couple of Halloween episodes. In that I've been playing a lot of Red Dead Redemption 2. You're getting back into it now, too. Yeah, right? so, yeah. like okay. any, any time Let's go I back in time. Yeah. Anytime I t- You're the one that watched Fresh Prince? <laughs> <laughs> That's way more back Wait a second. I mean, I got the game last year, and I guess I wasn't in the mood for yeah. a slow burn at that time. But now I'm powering through the game because I'm loving it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was telling Anthony the same thing, too. Like, uh, like I was uh, probably like three weeks ago now. Like, when... or a month ago i don't even know now like when i revisited it i yeah. just couldn't put it down yeah that's so i think it's I just feel. it just finding found me in the right place in time and then i'm um, you picking it back up again so yeah it's just a it's a great game great story yeah, so. and i've been yeah. uh i've been reading bobby Wyclef's book uh yeah. <laughs> bob Iger's. Bob uh Iger's who's it ride of lifetime ride of a lifetime the 15 years of me as a ceo of walt disney company damn and i'm loving that book too it's a great book that's good so any, that was any book um, podcast takeaways there, there's been some i i think when i'm actually done the book i'll, I'll give like a my quick breakdown of like what i thought was really cool from it okay. sounds good yeah yeah uh yeah. so let's get into the topic of the show topic of the show is about china, china. and <laughs> that was a little dense. How, how does trump say it china china, china. he says china 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 china, china. china. yeah china him so much <laughs> uh, it's about China's influence over Hollywood. Yes. So this is a bit of a an interesting topic because, I mean, as we all go watch movies so much in theaters and even at home, we ourselves have been noticing that so many films now have all these Chinese production companies. Right. And I was like, this started like almost out of nowhere. Like yeah. It felt like Transformers 
four or three or whichever one of them really like is when I noticed. Right. I think uh, the Age of Extinction one. Something, something like that. Whatever whichever the, the fifth one, seventh yeah. one, I don't even know. Is that, that's when I really at least took notice. That you're just noticing the production companies and right. the product placements and the actors. And then so after it's... that, it just felt like every film, no matter how big or how small had some sort of a Chinese influence on right. it. Right. So, I mean, like, why is that? China's a giant population. They're going to have, like, according to all the research that we were doing, because we were actually looking... We came prepared. We yes. came prepared, you know? Yeah. We're coming correct today. Like, their movie-watching population is going to, if not already, by 2020, be larger than the North Americas. Yeah. Right? They have more movie theater screens there, so obviously production companies and studios want to have their movies screen there to yep. make money off of it uh but what china does is that they actually limit the amount of foreign films so films made outside of china like to 34 movies a year now but now before yeah. it used to be like four none. to five yeah, it used to be none almost none yeah but the fugitive was one of the first films that really broke that mold and it became so popular in China that right. they were, I believe, reselling tickets yeah. when that movie came out. And then that really paved the way to, okay, well, clearly there's a market here. Let's try to make more movies. Why right. The Fugitive? Uh, who knows? It just, it, it just it, did. It could be a mix of Harrison one. Ford. It could be a mix of it, them just that movie not offending uh, the government there that they said, yes, we'll approve this movie. And or, then, and then audiences really or what? liked What's it. Your, What's, or they really liked it because, you know. Tommy Lee Jones? Tommy Lee Jones. I don't get it. Though. I don't get it. Is he Chinese? No. <laughs> but he's like famous. Oh, Tommy China. Lee. Oh, oh, damn. Tommy Lee Jones. That's and they're it. like, oh, it they, must be the famous. Or like the Chinese, Chinese like to actor. get away with murder of their wife, but then oh, not. This, wow. is, this, this is not that. Not Daniel, but not this, really murder their wife with oh, a interesting, hook man. interesting. You know, this, hook would, man? this would be an example of a joke that wouldn't be allowed in China. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Um, we're we're already banned. <laughs> we're definitely banned in China. I wonder Our if we podcast, have any listeners in China. The Republic of China. Uh, I will definitely take, we'll definitely take a look into that. Um, but what's interesting is that fourteen again, very specific numbers. Four lucky numbers, I believe. Out of the thirty-four movies, need to be in either three D or IMAX. Again, we're getting these facts from a couple different sources, specifically from a Vox uh, video article, article yeah. and video that kind of broke this all down. Mm. Um, but what's inter it's, it's, it's interesting that we're seeing this, you know, and we're seeing it a lot more, like Shay was saying, recently this is happening. Especially with right? all that's happening right now, it's Hong Kong and China. Right. Um, Even in the NBA. NBA it, well, with yeah, LeBron well, that, James. Well, that's because of what's been happening in Hong yeah. Kong and yeah. China, right? Like, it's, this is now being picked up so heavily and China is... I mean, they're the spotlights on them more now than ever, right? And we're seeing yeah. this again get a lot like this. Not that this hasn't been happening, but we're seeing it picked up a lot more because things like uh, Blizzard, the game company Activision Blizzard, like they had a, a bunch of controversy going on there that they wouldn't that they were taking prize money away from somebody who said free Hong Kong during their their stream. Oh, so yeah. they basically banned them and took their prize money. Um, we're seeing it because LeBron James. So we're saying some stuff too. Yeah. So it's like we're seeing, and like uh, I forget what basketball team it was though. That the Rockets the was Rockets. the Rockets that China said no, we're not going to sell any of their merch anymore. Yeah. So it's like there's a, there's a lot of controversy, and we're seeing big companies that make so much money, I guess, bow down to the rules of China because they don't want to offend China because that is such a large population of where they can make money, right? Like we are seeing this. Like example, Star Wars is a movie that is not popular in China. 
mm-hmm. right? But we see them go out of their way to promote it so much there and include characters like in Rogue One, we saw like Donnie Yen's character and I'm blanking on the other actor's name be featured more because they wanted... Well, even in the beginning of Last Jedi, remember? Right. Like we have a lot more Asian representation, which I'm all for having diversity in movies, but there's also a line where they're just doing it, pandering to get it into the market. Yeah. Iron Man 3 is a great example of yeah. that, where literally the doctor that I guess does the operation on Tony's heart at the end of the movie, in China, there's literally a bonus scene where you see him in his office literally drinking, holding up almost like the carton of whatever he's drinking up to the camera, just so it could like please the Chinese audience or please the censors right. in China as well too. It, It's... It's, it's complicated. It's topic, a complicated right? topic. Yeah. yeah, it's a complicated topic, yeah. and it's it's one that I'm not gonna lie. It upsets me. Why? What's what's upsetting about what it? it it's, it's yeah. nothing feels authentic anymore. It doesn't feel like the films are written now. Like for example, if you look at Looper, right? Looper is supposed to take place in Paris. Yeah. For example, that was where the script was written. But to please Chinese audiences, yeah. to please to make more, they place it in Shanghai. Right. And then they added some Chinese characters, and they added extra scenes in China. They even added extra characters on the poster for China. Right. And there was a movie that came out recently where they They're had... They're like, oh, look at this. Yeah, I'm blanking on the name of the movie right the now. Movie yeah. now. But it, it was a character who I think was in the background of a scene. Yeah. But they were on the poster in yeah. China. Man, what was the movie? It's uh, going to bother me. It's going to bother us, but we'll look it um, up. But yeah, like it's it's a bunch of little things like that. And I'm, I'm with you too, Shay, because like, you, you want to, I guess, trust... And I, you do trust the integrity of movies. And I mean... The thing is, with the writers and the creators of the movie, like, I can't fault, you know, like, if I'm looking at Doctor Strange, for example, Mm -hmm. the ancient one who was played by Tilda Swinton got a lot of controversy because she wasn't somebody from Tibet. But the thing is, the Republic of China doesn't recognize Tibet as a country. Right. So by having somebody of Tibet, first of all, they also didn't want it to be like a racist caricature of like an old martial artist person but also by having somebody from tibet they're also alienating that population of china that would be like no you're recognizing this we're not going to approve this movie in our in our country right Right? so it's it's you, you start to look back and be like damn like you don't realize how much influence this this country's having and i'm also china has their ways but i'm also not blaming china for that because that is that's china doing that's it just china. it's the studios and Bending the studios there. are trying to conform to that because they want to get into that market right yeah. it's money it is money but i also like the the agenda china's agenda right and how it um manages its own people kind of it well it's a communist country right? yeah so it, it's like what why 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 are we conforming it's our money. our movies and like even they were we we're talking about uh, Quentin Tarantino's yeah um, once, once upon, upon a time, a time in Hollywood uh, yeah. recutting the Bruce Lee to cutting it out basically. like cutting it yeah. out completely because um, his daughter asked but it wasn't even that it's literally they didn't want the a Chinese character to be depicted in a negative light right and, and I'm going to get into some of the subcategories in a second but yeah. yeah I'll let you continue so to me like this is all new. Like, this is really all new to me in, sure. t- in the sense that how does a country tell someone who's an artist what they can do? You can go fuck yourself. I don't care about my, right. mo- my movie being... Because it's also a cultural thing. Like, what's Once Upon a Time in, Me- in Mexico? Oh, my gosh. Oh. <laughs> once Upon a Time in Hollywood gonna... Like, how is someone from China gonna understand this film? Right. They're not. 
Sorry. And, yeah. It's like me watching something from China and trying to understand, understand like the, the, that culture. Right. There's also a clash of cultures. Right. But like Marvel movies make sense because there's like it's, with, with it's, just bull, it's like it's it's a it's a story that's that it's for everyone to for everyone yeah. to understand. When and they made it like maybe like five percent of China with the story of you know Once Upon a Time, whereas in the in North America and everywhere else they might hit eighty percent of yeah. the people. Yeah. That's such a huge risk. Like like why jeopardize your artistic talent or your right. artistic vision? And how much money do you want to make? Like this movie's They're already make made lot, quite a bit of money. But like. The, what, and, like and that's the thing, else, right? Like, how greedy do you need to be, like on the, on the bad? Like, right. Sorry, it's on the bad side. Right. And again, like, and sorry for the Chinese. No, and you know, and, and that's what I want to say. Like, I know we're not we're not attacking people of China. Where it's the the decisions of the politics. They don't there. have right. addresses, right? Just, I hope oh, not. They can paint their fences. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my god. He means that movie the, isn't allowed for, in China, Anthony. For the Irishman, <laughs> and they were going to change it no, to the China man. The China man. Chinese <laughs> audiences painting fences is, is, is actually a Why common that? practice here yes. where we will go and paint your house yes. fence. That's have it. you seen uh, what's Tom Sawyer? <laughs> Tom, <laughs> Tom Sawyer? That he's painting the fences? No? All right, like that's a deep cut. That would be funny if they no. had to change the movie. But here's like the thing: like Chinese guy, yeah, yeah. Chinese that's Robert De Niro's character. I mean, I mean they're CG characters anyway, they're using, right? Like de aging, but like de race type. Of, <laughs> oh my god, de race <laughs> or like race technology. Um, but but that's the thing, right? I mean, like I'm I'm not faulting the population no. of China. This is this is decisions at the government level, right? Like right. The 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 who was the leader of China called? What is he called? I can find that for you. Yeah. He doesn't like Winnie the Pooh is banned there because people make fun of him. Students, they yeah. they think they, he looks like Winnie the Pooh. Oh, yeah. Xi Jinping. Yeah, but what is, what's his kind title? Of like he's, the, the he's the leader of China. But, but president. It's, that's called the president of China? Pre- Presidente, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's such, there's such pettiness to it. And the fact that it's like only 34 movies, like, again, we're Canadian. There are broadcast things from, like, I think it's CanCon that like TV and radio need to follow because we need to still have. Canadian content represented it, but we're not disallowing the rest of the content. That's, I think, right. the difference where it's like they will not allow content like to the point where you're banning, yeah, banning and, like, and altering creative the vision of the director, right? Like, hell no, Tarantino had to cut down Django because it was too violent, right? And I kind of like that. He's like, you know what? I don't want, I'm not going to recut my movie because this is my artistic vision, right? No, it's um, like repainting. The Mona Lisa. Mona Lisa, like, you know? you, you, because someone didn't like it. That's oh. what this art form is. It's a, a freedom of expression. Right. But that's the thing. It, it's it's funny you say that because freedom. in f- films in China, films that are being made here cannot talk about freedom. Like, no. If you have, if you literally have, if you have a line in the film that says, "It's my right," like you know, like in America, free speech. You literally cannot yeah. have that scene. Yeah. They will in that film. There's a scene in Skyfall um, that that. Daniel Craig's character. Also, speaking of James Bond, Casino Royale was the first Bond movie to be allowed in China. Weird fact. Uh, in Skyfall, when he's talking to one of the, uh, to this female character, he literally says to her, oh, because she has a tattoo that, oh, you're part of like a, from a child's ring of like child slaves or whatever like that. And they kept that line in the movie, but the translation is wrong. The translation, the Chinese translation literally says that, oh, you're part of this organization. It doesn't say anything to that because they they literally turn their heads to anything that they're accused of, mm-hmm. right? Just like Shay was saying, like, they'll literally either edit it out or they'll 
put wrong translation, so it's not showing China in a negative light. You can't talk right? about organ transplants. You no. can't talk about weird stuff, man. Yeah, it's things it's, that actually happen. That I'm things that happen, there. right? Yeah, right. opium um, trades. Well, I'll have, there's there's three ways for foreign films or U.S. films to get into China, just so we can get a little bit more um, facts out, facts out yeah. here. Uh, revenue sharing, which is which basically means that whatever it makes in China, the studio and China will split. Uh, co-producing, which is a popular one that we've been talking about. A couple of the last Mission Impossibles have had Chinese yep. Alibaba Pictures, uh, Tencent, Tencent, which owns like Every Brothers, I believe. Right? Yeah, another Alibaba one. is a Chinese studio production company yeah, well, yeah they're actually like they're amazon they're yeah. almost they're huge and then tencent literally owns like epic games and they it have stakes and everything yeah. Like alibaba. yeah yeah it sounds like my people i know yeah I, that's <laughs> I why i was like look at, at you look at me only you're like alibaba <laughs> you know let me know more about this alibaba situation uh the next way so yeah we spoke about co-producing china owe me money then I think they might. Good luck getting it though. <laughs> like I'm just looking at the, like Chinese productions. They love their 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 like historical Chinese like Yeah, which, which Daniel will get into. So like So, the, oh, so okay, yeah, sorry. with with More co-producing, ways. literally it's not considered a foreign film at that point because you're co-producing it. There needs to be scenes of it shot in China, and at least a third of the cast has to be Chinese and China has to be shown in a positive light and be part of the story. Now you think about that, and then you think of Transformers Four, where literally halfway through the movie they're like, "You know what? We need to go to China," and literally that's that's probably more plot than what Transformers Four had in the sense of bringing did, them there. Yeah. Um, and it's just like literally, it was over the top how much China yeah. they had in that film. Um, the last the last way to get a foreign movie into China, <laughs> paying a flat fee, where China gets a hundred percent of the ticket sales. So literally, you're paying just to have your movie shown there. Yeah, and obviously, Which no one really studio does. just don't want to do no, that. No, they want to partner in right. With- so how does Disney make money there? They get some movies get released there. Some movies get a really late release there. Right. Um. Because they got their they got Mulan coming out. Yeah, that's going to be like huge. You but That'll again we have a Chinese production company maybe attached to it. Maybe it does, but also Curious. if China likes it though, what if it doesn't show things in a negative light? Oh, Disney's not going to like. Uh, but that's the thing. Disney's a big one that they have to conform because that is over a billion people just in that country alone, right? right? And then what's the other uh, Marvel? Um, uh, Marvel character who's um, getting in so his own movie. Yeah. Oh, uh, Shaolin. No. Uh, Simu. Uh, Simu. Uh, Lu's playing him. Oh my! I'm blanking on his name right now. Shang Chi. Shang Shang Chi. That's it. Shang Shang Chi and the Shang-Chi. Ten Ring. Yeah. yeah. Not who's the other? You said someone else, and I thought of Mortal Kombat for a second. Donnie Yen. No, I think I said a Mortal Kombat character. That's why. <laughs> yes, <you did. laughs> that's why. Goro. <laughs> yeah, like Raiden. He'll yeah. be uh, Luke Raiden. Raiden. Uh, but what's but what's interesting though? One, my last fact, just to kind of give us all some contexture here. Um, China is literally building their own version of Hollywood, which is called like Wanda Studios, I guess in English, which is an eight point two billion dollar investments, and it's being built by the same company that bought AMC yeah. in twenty twelve. Yeah. Which is crazy to think that it's like China already has a big influence on an American company, AMC probably being one of the biggest theater chains in North America, right? Mm, yes, but um, see, they're gonna make, they're gonna they're gonna have this eight point two billion dollar studio, right, to make movies and, about, and they'll decide who gets to shoot there because you'll right. have to conform to those rules as well, right? Because it's gonna be a state of the art studio. Yeah, it's well, weird, it's, right? sta- it's state of the art for them, right? Oh no, they'll probably be state of the art for, for us. I mean, they'll ha- they'll have to be state. They'll of the probably art. have like they'll have like 
everything. Yeah, well, they're gonna have like, like they'll have like five DX be a desert in there. I I wouldn't be surprised. Think about it. It's China. Yeah. Everything is made there, so yeah. production costs for them will be cheap. Yeah, and they can literally create. They have some of the best technology there. Right. Yeah. So the leading to my other point, they they have this huge studio. What movies are they gonna make? Right. I when mean, it's controlled, and it seems like majority of their movies are. You know, a lot of them are propaganda films. Propaganda yeah. films. The Great Wall. Was. Matt Damon. Well, <laughs> Matt Damon film. Like, come on, uh, that movie went. How did that do in it China? Bombed here. It bombed here. I don't know. I'm not. I'm, we'll get a fact check on I'll China. See if I can find out. Um, but you know, it's funny though because like movies again, like anything to do with superstition or like magic, they do, or ghosts, they don't like in China. They yeah. don't. They don't approve. Like, what, what but Harry Potter you... is huge there, and it's like that. I guess like I guess if you're a big enough brand it'll do well but like it just it just like you can't show sex you can't show like that's why like a lot of these korean films are so amazing because they have like this freedom and it allows them to express their own culture right like in such a way that you don't know because you don't live in korea right you don't live in south korea right uh so you don't understand like how what their thought process is when they make the movies but with china you know that you're gonna get a movie that's Pretty much, yeah. It's set up for them, yeah, to make everyone to make them look, look right, good to make the government look good. It's yeah. such it's such petty things too, like like changing the in World War Z, like changing the virus from being in China to be to coming from a different country, you know. Or yeah. in Red Dawn, I think oh, it was, yeah. it was they made to it be to, China, but it's they, North Korea. they made it North Koreans, right? So it's like it's such like yeah. the movie is terrible, by the way. The oh, remake yeah, yeah. with um, Chris Hemsworth and everything. Did you watch it? I watch it. I watch it. That was directed it by uh, Kevin Smith. Oh, so sorry to hear that, dude. Who no, 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 no. Kevin Red Smith. Dawn. Right. No, 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 no. Red Dawn. Kevin Smith directed that. No way. Was it the 2011 one or 20? They shot it and it came out like four years after they made Let's it. Look it up. Sorry. Why'd you go see that? Did oh, you, I saw. I depressed. I watched a bootleg version of it. <laughs> you really depressed. <laughs> That's even worse. You, oh yeah, so I watched it in my own home. No, it was directed by Dan Bradley. Oh shit, Dan Bradley, dude. Chris Wait, Kevin Hunter- Smith was is someone. He was a writer on it. Listen, man, I don't think Kevin Smith even saw this film. Okay. Kevin yeah, Smith you, is like, yeah, I've like, seen you know, it. I've seen the '80s one. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> his name is not even. Is like there Kevin, Kevin Reynolds? Is there a Kevin and a Smith on that page though? Maybe. <laughs> Damn, I thought Kevin Smith no, did something with red in it. So Great Wall, by the <laughs> way, just just so we're very clear. Yeah, with the Matt Damon film. Yeah, it it was actually was a disappointment in China, and it only grossed 170 million there in China. And then in they China. banned uh, Matt Damon. But a lot of that also could be to the fact that it's about you know a white savior a white savior in right? China, right? So kind of the location with the ponytail and Willem Dafoe. Oh, right. I forgot Willem Dafoe's in that Do, as well. What's the story about uh, Brad Pitt? Oh, Brad Pitt. I, I was. Uh, what do you I mean? Pedro Pascal was in Brad it. Brad Pitt's too. banned. From, is he banned in China? I think so because of Seven Years in Tibet. Oh, oh yes, 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 yes. So any movies that he's in it, I they want to give him Seven Years in China after that. Yeah, yeah. I like I guess I, I understand why, but like yeah. I, man, they Dan don't Lang, let things go. Dan this morning we watched the uh, South Park episode as well of Banned in China. Great episode. Yeah, yeah. You can totally see why it was banned in China, and it, it really explains and shows further like when they're just trying to make a movie, and then the Chinese government's getting involved, rewriting every couple things, and it's yeah. just. Man, it is like it's tough to be a creator. Yeah. yeah, especially if you're. I mean, like this is the thing. Like going back to what Scorsese said and what Francis Ford Coppola said about Marvel movies not being cinema. I understand them in the fact that I understand where they're coming from because they're basically they're coming from a time where you can make a make a movie and not have to worry about uh, like appeasing certain audiences. Right. Right. Now, 
when you're looking at and now that kind of generation of filmmakers kind of being pushed out right and the theaters only want big movies and if studios are only going to make big movies they're going to make it that only the biggest audience could see them right and you're having movies that's why it's always such a big deal when we see movies like oh this is opening day and date with china mm-hmm. like i think endgame opened the same day in china as it opened worldwide so everyone was like that's that's huge because that's so much money being made at one time right mm-hmm. a lot i think black panther came out like months later in china there's a lot of movies that come out in china months later and it's because the like the chinese government doesn't want to approve them mm-hmm. you know what i mean and it's like it's it's sad to say it that it's like to the chinese government they see a character like black panther and they're like no we don't really yeah, like, care what, about what, that yeah, you know what, what i mean what what is this character like, like what does he have to do what does he have to relate character. to this character right um but yeah there's movies that they literally get months and months released late in china it's just because they just don't get approved or they'll have mm-hmm. to make changes to a piece like government right? so what do you it actually wasn't that long actually no so that's hong kong my and it's so movie. funny because you think that nowadays you would have so much freedom to make movies you would think, you know yeah. like back in the day they were just making movies because you know they, these are the stories that they wanted to tell and they probably thought man imagine what's going to be like 20 30 years from now they're going to have so much freedom and they can do so many things and it's the opposite like they they now it's it, it'll only get worse now as, as as we see more and more movies go down this route like i've been seeing indie films go down this route like like we watched um i remember when you and i watched the edge of 17 for example yeah in that film it's it's an indie film. It's yeah, very low, very much an indie, yeah. low budget movie. It's Stanfield, yeah. And it, it opens up and it's like H Brothers, and I'm like, oh, that's a Chinese company. It's funny because like it started, and we're like, whoa, what that's, movie are we in right I'm now? Like, oh, yeah. Was okay. there an was there There's an Asian character in the film, but he's Korean in the movie? Oh. Isn't he the love interest? Yeah, he's yeah. Korean though. Yeah. So I was like, okay, so he's not Chinese, but and then like the whole film's about her rebelling against her parents. So I'm just kind of like. Did this film come out there? And if it did, like, really did it make any money? Right. Like, it was so weird. I'm like, why did the Chinese, why did there was a Chinese studio behind? Like, it just, the weirder and weirder films nowadays, you'll just see it. Like, now it doesn't even surprise me. Like, I'll watch a film, I'm like, okay, cool, it's a Chinese production company. Yeah. See how much propaganda is in it. But now you know why. Now you understand, like, the logistics, why they do this, so they could still make a turn a profit at the end of it. Yeah. Now, like, when you see, oh, why is there. You know that drink, that Chinese drink, in in oh the 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 product placements are I think even more obvious uh, than they are for American Independence ones. Day Ins- Insurgents Crazy. was one of the ones that I remember watching, and I was just like, they, they literally like referenced <laughs> like whatever Asian milk they're drinking, yeah, and I'm same, just like same milk that they had in uh, Transformers, yeah, yeah, and it's just like what the heck? It's like it's oh, so, and he's using QQ Chat, I yeah, it's too. it's it's such so in your face, and like I'm looking at. I'm Tencent. surprised they don't make like two versions of these films. They do. Well, they they basically do at some. If you think point, about right? it, like look at Looper. They added extra scenes well, for the Chinese yeah. film. There's like extra thirty minutes, I think, sometimes. When wow. you even Transformers, they had. Um, extra scenes like there's a scene where Stanley Tucci's character is in like an elevator and he's yes. in an elevator with an Asian guy it's a boxer that's famous for that never China. that never showed here well it did but there was it's a longer cut in China oh. it's an extra fight scene yikes yeah. yikes starts. when you look at Tencent which has a movie division now they literally have a search engine social media instant messaging email music payment system film production video games they're involved in everything you Tencent. know Tencent pictures but who owns Tencent Tencent is Tencent that is who own they are the big company they are a superpower in China 
Right, and but who? So, so Tencent is. But a, I bet you, if we find out who the owner of Tencent is, and no, Tencent is the oh, like the actual person who the owns the person, them? and what Key their people is Chen Yingji. And what their connection is to the government. Probably they'll have connections, but that. they literally own, they make so much money. Like they in 2018, they made $312 billion because they literally have Fortnite, they have movies, they have so many things. But when you look at their movies since 2015, they have something called Rocco Kingdom 4, which is like an animated movie. But they're part of Warcraft, which is the World of Warcraft movie. They produce Kong Skull Islands. Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman, Venom, Bumblebee, Men in Black International, Terminator Dark Fate, Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood for some reason, <laughs> uh, Top Gun Maverick, and and Monster Hunter. So it's like it's all these giant films that they're part of that they are big blockbusters that they want in uh, they want to have in China, and their studios are able to partner with them so they could get them into China and still make lots of money, right? Alibaba did Gemini Man, for example, Ninja Turtles, Star Trek Beyond, you know, Mission Impossible that we talked about. Yeah. A lot of like kind of worlds, a dog's journey, traveling movies, dog traveling movies that are easily to bring to China and not offend the government there. Again, like I don't think we've really tackled the topic that kind of it's it's so prevalent in our this industry that we're in. But like you don't realize it until you yeah, start kind of pulling the it. strings and following the, following those leads of where this is going. This is a good documentary. Yeah, right here that won't be released in China. No, we'll no it won't. No, no. We could but, call, hey, we should call it that not released in China. You know what we do? Oh. We get, you know, other people to produce we get Koreans it. Koreans. Koreans to produce it and Japanese. Yeah. They hate Vietnamese. The Chinese, right? Well, like Maybe. the Japanese and Chinese, they have like a They have they they, they got they big Japanese blood, like yeah. slaughtered them in World War 2, right? Like yeah. it was a huge massacre there so yeah. no. Yeah. They hate each other. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I mean, yeah, I mean, this is this is a topic that, you know, we talk about streaming a lot. We talk about like superheroes a lot but like this is a super big issue in the industry right? it is i, I, so I consider it who doesn't yeah. conform to the chinese propaganda machine like you mean like tarantino or netflix no they're they're pretty i think is netflix in china no it's not oh dun, dun, i didn't know that i don't know i'm just fucking okay I'm talking out of my ass right now but oh my god i've never seen netflix in china i also i you didn't can, yeah you can't watch netflix in china you have to use a vpn yeah and also, like, I didn't realize that I didn't make the lights in here red on purpose. I just, oh. they're just red, so I guess they, they're for like China. a pinkish. They're like a pinkish, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, China. Yeah, you can't watch it in China. You have to use a VPN. Right. Because but yeah, it's, it's like a lot of other things. It's, there's a lot of things going on in the world right now with China and Hong Kong and people protesting just to have freedom. Freedom. The, right. things that, the thing that we take advantage of every day, right? So, like, when it comes to movies, like, you would, you would expect going to the movies and escape. But when you kind of see the kind of the, I guess the internal workings of things, it almost spoils it a little bit because you're just kind of seeing. It's almost like seeing how the the hot dog was made. You know, it's just like, oh, it's doesn't look good. But like, mm-hmm. I enjoy this. But like, I don't like how this came to be. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I have no problem if a film organically introduces China or has Chinese characters. No, not at all. We want diversity in films. Hundred percent. Things like that. But when it is so. Forced, it is literally exactly what China is doing to their people. Yeah, shoving it down people's throats. Right. Don't do that to us. No. Plus, yeah, it's it, it's it's we're we're coming from an idea where why is why is this? Let's challenge. Why this. is you why is there. China in this film? 
Yeah, you yeah. know, it takes place in Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why did why did you want to go to China? Why is there no character in Brooklyn? Motherless China. You're gonna you you go to these movies and you see a lot of these Chinese influence and. And it's sad. You create like a little bit of this animosity against you these do. people where you don't know them. They don't know you. But right. you're like, why are they in my movie? And it's almost like this selfish, you know, feeling where. Yeah. It, it's more than like. It, but yeah. you get it. it it's, it's a hard thing because. It's, it's a it's a complicated topic. There's so many. There's China's so, a very complicated yeah. topic. And I mean, what's happening in Hong Kong right now, it's nuts. Right. You hope for their freedom. That's all we're hoping yeah. for. And, and it's I, not happening. There. And, and I hope if we're getting things wrong here, let us know. You know what I mean? Like, let us know what we're getting wrong. Let us know yeah, what we're not. We're we're just coming speaking from to this, properly. This, yeah, like, we, like like if you guys are upset at what we're saying, I, I would love. I, I mean, we opened this dialogue to to talk to you guys right. and let yeah. us know. Like, if if we're coming at this the wrong way, if what we're saying is incorrect, please let us know. We're not trying to be ignorant. We're not trying no, to not be at rude. All. In fact, again. We want there to be peace everywhere. We right. want things to be open. We're looking at this from the eyes of creators and how if I were to ever submit something and someone comes up to me and says, well, this is going to piss people off in China. It's like, well, I wasn't making this movie for that specific audience. I would love Chinese people to watch it, obviously. Right. But if I ever got told that, I'd be very upset. Right. And at the end of the day, like, I mean, like, movies are our escape. They're things that we look to. They're things that we love. And we just want to have positivity around it. You know what I mean? Like, we don't want to have things... We don't want things to have to be controversial all the time. It's true. Right? Yeah, that was a... That was a good topic. That was a good discussion. Um, yeah, we either will be losing a lot of followers... Right. Or gaining a bunch. Who or knows? Or gaining a bunch. Yeah. Uh, you know, free Hong Kong. Free Hong Kong. Free Hong Kong. Um, I think that's where we lose... Like, yeah. That's right there, right when I said that? Yeah. That was the moment? That was the moment. Well, people from Hong Kong will, will love it. Yeah. I, I mean, everyone else... Well, I'm, let's double down. Free Hong Kong. Free Hong Kong. Yeah. Yeah. So again, um, this is the movie podcast. It is the movie podcast. You guys need to go ahead to thistimewith.com slash talk. Let us know how upset you were or what you thought we said that was correct, what you didn't like. And we would love to open the discussion. We're just here to talk about these kinds of things. Uh, movies are our passion. And obviously, sometimes we dive into things that maybe we don't have the most information on or the biggest connection to. But at least... We'll talk about them, right? Yeah. And if you have a second and you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, you know, drop us a rating, give us a review, let us know what you like about the show, or what you don't like. You know, yeah. I mean, that's we're here to grow and to give the best podcast we can, right? Exactly. Uh, we'll be having a lot more coming out this season as well. I mean, we're, we're creeping up to Holly, uh, Halloween. Halloween? Hollow. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the holiday. Halloween. <laughs> I was going to say Hollywood, and then I turned into Halloween so naturally that you almost didn't realize. It was smooth. It was, it was smooth, smooth, very smooth, yeah. Yes. Uh, so again, thisnumber.com slash talk. Send us some love there. Go on Apple Podcasts. Give us a rating. And as always, that was This Time with the Movie Podcast. And we'll see you next.